time, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the art sale artist, and joining me, as always, is the Watson to my Sherlock, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are you feeling today, DJ Cristados? I'm doing good. I'm uh, looking into into the suspenseful theater that we're doing here. I'd, I'd love it. All right. And uh, also welcoming to the show is the Mycroft to my Sherlock, my older brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrecht. How are you doing today, Jason? Oh. Well, the game is afoot, my friend. The game is afoot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we're all excited because it's our first uh, our first episode. But Pat, go ahead and tell the folks a little bit about the show. Saturday Matinee Theater is an index show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you episode by episode through some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television or old movie serials. We've got some plans for down the road, but for the first 39 episodes of Saturday Matinee Theater, we'll be covering all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series Sherlock Holmes, which was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ronald Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deerstalker cap, light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, and let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whisk you away into the past. Episode 1 was titled The Case of the Cunningham Heritage. The original air date was 18 October 1954. It was directed by Jack Gage, and the writer was Sheldon Reynolds. It guest starred Archie Duncan as Inspector Lestrade, or Lestrade, some people pronounce. And uh, he's going to be recurring on several episodes. Uh, he was also in The Adventures of Robin Hood in 1955. Other guest stars were Meg Lemonier, or it might be Lemonier, not sure, uh, as Mrs. Cunningham, Ursula Howells as Joan, and Pierre Gay as Ralph. And here's your plot summary for this initial episode of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes. Now, there will be spoilers here, but what I tried to do is reveal plot points, but try not to reveal how Holmes discovers them, because half the fun is how Sherlock Holmes figures things out. So, obviously, to do the summary, there's going to have to be some reveal of plot points, but I'm going to try to actively avoid telling you how Holmes deducted them, so you can still enjoy the, the show if you want to go watch it. All these episodes, by the way, are available on YouTube. Uh, they, I think they're out of copyright, so uh, you can enjoy them on YouTube. You can you can watch along with us if this, uh, this piques your interest. But here is the summary.
In this premiere episode of the series, we actually spend almost half the episode with the meeting of recently returned Afghanistan war veteran Dr. John Watson and the famous consulting detective Sherlock Holmes. Holmes and Watson are called in by Inspector Lestrade to consult on a murder case. They arrive to find that the victim's mother, Mrs. Cunningham, and brother, Ralph Cunningham, have all but convicted the victim's fiance, Joan, of the murder of Peter Cunningham. Lestrade is concerned that his prime suspect, Joan, although she was found over Peter's body holding the knife, has no motive to murder him since her recently departed fiance's will gives his entire estate to charity in the event that he is unmarried. Holmes quickly deduces that the couple has been secretly married for at least a week, so the motive is there. But wait, there's more. Sweet, innocent Joan has a criminal record for theft. She must be the guilty party. But wait, there's more. Unhappy with the forensic evidence, Holmes and Watson sneak back to the scene of the crime to discover that the victim's brother, Ralph, was the dirty culprit all along. He had been blackmailing his own brother and killed him when the payment stopped, knowing the police would convict old jailbird Joan. And that's the summary for this episode, gentlemen. It's time to talk about our highs and lows. And my brother, Jason, who actually I've been blackmailing for several years, um, (laughs) has, has been waiting very patiently. So, Jason, why don't you kick us off with your highs and lows of the very first episode of 1954, Sherlock Holmes? Not too many lows. I, I, I really enjoyed this one. I, Number one, it was uh, it was a really comfortable length. I, I assumed when we started it would be about an hour long episode, but it wrapped up this story in about uh, a little under thirty minutes, and and still it managed to get a lot of the origin story. I think a lot of the essential parts of Sherlock, of the Sherlock Holmes Watson relationship, right out of the gate from them meeting up and deciding to share a a flat together, as they say as in the UK. Say. As they say in the UK. <laughs> I I think in my mind, and and I've read Sherlock Holmes many times since I was a young lad and still one of my favorite uh, heroes today, I I think back to that initial meeting to the Sherlock Holmes beating the corpse with the the stick uh, (laughs) to test for bruising. That makes an impression, no pun intended. Um, You know, they didn't actually show that part, but they they talked about it. And and the chemistry between uh, Holmes and Watson was obviously there. I think the Watson character was very well well portrayed. The the military man and the doctor, both of those elements were captured on this episode. And yeah, I think I, I oh yeah, and the 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 violin too. I, uh, to me, that's another essential characteristic of Sherlock Holmes, and uh, and that was that was discussed as well. I also liked how uh, and it's something that's sometimes forgotten about Sherlock Holmes that the fact that he's a genius, but he actively avoids any information that has nothing to do with crime or criminology. I thought that was, they, they touched on that on the show as well, revealing the fact that he did not know that the earth revolved around the sun and the fact that he could care less. And it was an inconvenience for him to know that because it was taking up memory space. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to that think. kind of made you, that, that kind of made you think there. When he said that, I'm like, yeah, he does kind of have a sense. I mean, what good is that information to me right now? <laughs> right. All right, it's doing that. You right? know, that's a, a, a funny story. I'll throw a comment in there, too. Jason might remember this. When I was a kid in about middle school, uh, I had a friend of mine. Uh, his name was Isaac Boatwright. And Isaac ended up being a certified genius. And he ended up finishing high school, moving into college by the time he was 16. And he had no idea what order the months came in. So it was very similar. Like, it didn't matter to him. 
He's like, I can look at a calendar and find out what the month is. So he never memorized them. <laughs> so I always thought it was weird that a genius doesn't know those things. Obviously played out well in the show. But I'm sorry, yeah. Jason. We got a little sidetracked. No, no. I was just I was thinking about old Isaac. And I, I remembered how we used to be able to give him like long sequences of numbers. And he would memorize yes. them. Yep. And he, and he told us that one time that he equates every number to a sound. To a sound, yeah. And, and so he, he <laughs> plays it back like music in his mind. And he can remember... The number. It was wild. It was wild. (laughs) Interesting, yeah. Guys like Isaac and Sherlock Holmes are on a different plane than us, I think, (laughs) is what I'm trying to say. And I thought the show captured it rather well. I was a little concerned when when I started watching it. Like, I wonder how much they'll edit out, you know, because it's the, it was, what is it, 54, 50 something. And they were surprisingly, I I thought, pretty uh, progressive but tasteful. On how they showed the body, they showed Watson examined the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought it was really good. They captured the the elements of Lestrade or Lestrade, however you I've heard it both ways, as they used to say in Psych. But yeah, I, I'm trying to think of uh, of something of a low, and I can't really think of one. I guess the the case was a little pedestrian, but I think for an introductory kind of an origin story, if you will, yeah. it, it fit nicely um, into the episode. So, yeah, I don't really have a low to take away from it. Those are my thoughts. Well done, Jason. Pat, what do you have to add, subtract, delete, multiply, or divide? I, I agree with Jason on um, a lot of what he said there. It, it was a on my watch again through it is I really enjoyed this episode and learning more about how Watson and Sherlock got together and just the kind of odd couple sense between them two, but they all, but they do share the interest in, you know, mystery or just, you know, finding out what's wrong and how they can fix it or determine, you know, what the solution is. Um, I, I have some notes here that I took down and you guys know me by now. I'm, I'll look at things in kind of a funny sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just because what I like to do and it makes me happy in doing it. So <laughs> a few of my notes here is, um, I miss the old days of uh, sitting around smoking pipes and drinking sherries. <laughs> you mean you're not still doing that? No, I'm smoking no, no, a pipe, drinking a sherry right now. That yeah. is kind of baller. Like when Watson met his friend and he's like, "Oh, you want a yeah. drink?" And he just tugs on that little rope and some <laughs> dude yeah. runs. <laughs> you're like, "This is the life, man." <laughs> I know. I'm like, "Wow, man, I got to get into a place like that where I can just you know go and relax and sit back, kick." get back with some friends and <laughs> and other people there and then you know just order some drinks and smoke some pipe hey fun time. fun times Holmes is a, is a mystery himself and that's what I like about this is there's more and more you're finding as we continue to kind of peel back that onion of him uh, and we're discovering it through Watson's eyes which is very neat to see all these little quirky things that Holmes does here and there and it's interesting you have to go back and and watch it several different times to catch different things that, uh, that's what I find interesting. Mm-hmm. I like how Watson gets mad because he cannot figure out how Holmes knows different things. And you can see his starting to get his, you know, he gets frustrated every once in a while <laughs> when he's trying to. And I like that. It's like, and Holmes just like, he knows what he's doing. Is I, Sometimes I think he's doing it just to jab at him. <laughs> Because he does mention that there's one in one of the parts where they're looking at, um, they're talking about the ring and how Holmes deducted that. He's like, he says to Watson, or Watson says to him, I didn't notice that, did not notice anything about the ring. And Holmes says, yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Very very subtly, yes. Yeah, he very subtly said that, but I've caught that and I'm like, oh, he's kind of like 
I already knew that. And, <laughs> you know, I know what kind of guy you are. <laughs> Let's see. The Inspector Lestrade. Lestrade. Strade, right? I, Pick one. Whatever you like. Just go with it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, well, why did you invite Sherlock there if you're just... Was he just trying to make Sherlock feel bad or just like, hey, look how good of a detective I am? You know, I, I have this feeling that he invites him around so he can then take the glory <laughs> later on. Well, in this particular case, he had, he had brought him in because he didn't he was concerned that he didn't have a motive and he was hoping that Holmes could help him find the Get motive. Okay. And plus it was convenient plot point so we could meet all the main <laughs> the main players, sure. you know, like Jason said. The mystery, a little pedestrian. But when you remember that they took up almost half the episode with the introduction of the characters and then the the mystery was kind of an afterthought, it it was decent. Mm -hmm. But yeah, to answer that question, that's why he had him in because he's looking for that motive. But But it sounds like he's had him there in previous. Yeah. Yeah. They have some investigations as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, so he keeps bringing them back in to you. It's obviously he's using them. Well, I think, you know, in the book, it's kind of like a frenemies type of thing because Lestrade hates to admit it, but but he is kind of limited in his deductive capacity and he relies on Sherlock Holmes an awful lot. And I (laughs) I think in this one particular instance, he got frustrated because he couldn't figure out the motive. He was glad that Holmes figured out the motive, but then Holmes took it to the next level and said, hmm, you know, and started finding other evidence. And Lestrade just wanted to wrap the case up and be done with it. And, yeah. and, and so he's getting a little frustrated there. I like how towards the end uh, in the confrontation between uh, Holmes, Watson and Ralph, uh, when Ralph confronts them, uh, when they find out that he's the one Watson kind of goes into hero mode and uh, to the rescue. <laughs> he's a tough guy. And yes. He gets hit by Ralph, but I'm like, he kind of gives you that like, <laughs> after, I was thinking he was going to have some, you know, little birdies floating around him, but he not. He, he was like got hit in the face and then right away just punches right back yeah i love that part takes him out i like that yeah it's like oh it really showed watson's toughness you know mm-hmm. yeah i love that part because like yeah you like said ralph like he punched watson in the face right watson just yeah. shook it off and gave him one about 10 times harder and dropped ralph right to the floor <laughs> That's right. That was pretty. That was pretty and, impressive, actually. And you wouldn't expect that building. You know, the buildup of he's an, you know, he's been in the army, a doctor. So you wouldn't think he's had, you know, some military, you know, military training. But you would think, you know, being a doctor, he wouldn't, you know, be a, in a in a fight at all. But definitely uh, can hold his own. <laughs> he's handy to have around. Take somebody out. <laughs> but overall, I I like it. You know, black and white. There's just something about a black and white movie that brings you nostalgia and just. Really interesting. And when it's done right like this, mm-hmm. I, I like it. I'm really excited to go through the series and see how it progresses and how the friendship progresses and the the stories go. Just excited to go for a ride, man. That's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, I was just uh, really interested in this series. When we had mentioned, uh, you know, you had these, I'm like, oh, let's, let's take a look at them. I wanted to learn a little bit more about Sherlock Holmes and what better way to do it in these little... Like Jason said, these are, you know, 26 minute at the most episodes. So they're really digestible, mm-hmm. easy to do and, and to kind of burn through these. Now, I, I think we were, matter. we were both, you and I, I know we were, and I think Jason probably would agree too. You and I were both surprised by like a 1954 series. Sometimes those older series can be a little dry and mm-hmm. hard to get absorbed in, but these, this was absorbing from the word go. It was interesting and yeah. fun. And we were both like, Hey, these are, cause I think all three of us, uh, are down with the BBC show, right? The Sherlock. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, that, yeah. that's... Yeah, I really like that. 
that's like high adventure and stuff. And I think, you know, that set a whole new standard for Sherlock. And we, I think we, all of us in the back of our mind were like, if we go back to these 54 episodes, are they going to pale? And while they're, they're yeah. not as high adventure as a Sherlock, they hold their own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Even, even on the, what, the 80s? Uh, TV series too that was out um, that I would catch here and there as a kid, or, you know, in between the, the the mystery theater stuff like that too. That was Sherlock Holmes, those were very, those were good too. So yeah, I was kind of, are these gonna be any good? Yeah, and I, I think they are. I, I've watched. I'll, I'll go ahead. I've, I've watched three of them, three episodes, I believe, of this already, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm up to about like twelve or thirteen. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I'm always double well, back and rewatch it before we record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you catch, again, this was my second watch through on this episode. And uh, there's a few other things that I caught. When you go back around and start looking at it again, you can, you can then, now that I know what the end result is, you can go back and see how he was, how Holmes was deducting it and, and his investigation, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You can take that angle on it. You can take the angle on Watson because I think when you first watch it, you're kind of in that Watson mode where you're like just kind of watching Holmes and right and, and kind of seeing it through that eyes. But then when on my second watch through, I was more looking at it at what was home, what was Holmes doing, what was he saying. Hmm. How about you, Jared? What's your thoughts? Uh, you guys really hit all the the highs and lows again with these 26 minute episodes. There's not a lot of, of room for extra banter. So what I've decided to do is just give you guys a little bit of behind-the-scenes trivia. This show was uh, was filmed in France, actually, is where they did the filming of all this. Um, oh, so- shenanigans! <laughs> so, yeah. So, surprise, yeah, there, there was That, that wasn't London at all! <laughs> but that is one thing, too, is looking back at how, you know, this was made in 1954, 54. probably 53. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what the production was at the time, but just... Very well put together. Acting is awesome. Really great actors. They have good chemistry. And uh, yeah, yeah it, just the set pieces, set too. pieces it's come like together. Amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, who amongst us wouldn't want to be like the third roommate just sitting around in our, in our robe and our pipes and just watching yeah. this happen, you know? The other bit of trivia I was going to bring in is you'll notice at the at the beginning and end of every episode it says they're all what are they uh, uh, Sheldon Sheldon whatever it'll come to me in a second but that's not Reynolds. That's Sheldon Reynolds thank you uh, the the first the, like one of the very next credits will be the associate producer which is Nicole Millionaire she was actually one of the very first women to ever attain a senior production role on a TV series. So this was kind of a groundbreaker that that they had a a female showrunner running this uh, alongside of Sheldon. So a little progressive action for you there in 1954. They were woke. They were (laughs) 54 woke, y'all. So, yeah, those are the only uh, I brought a little two little trivia facts just because I kind of figured with 26 minutes that uh, you and Jason would cover all the highs and lows. I have the same ones as you guys do. (laughs) Uh, I I think this show was surprisingly fun. Definitely interested to watch more. As like you said, you've already gone three in. I've already gone in 12. And and I look forward to talking uh, some more with you guys about it. But uh, if anyone else has anything else going once, going twice sold then we'll just move into uh our usual rating uh, and just to remind our our listeners who who may 
be tuning in for the first time or for my brother Jason. Uh, we are going to rate this on a one to five. And in this case, we're going to say you have uh, five very lovely, very antique Sherlock Holmes style pipes at your disposal. How many pipes would you give this show on a scale of one to five? One being that you didn't like it and two thought you thought it was just OK. Three is good. Four is very good. And five is you absolutely loved it. One to five pipes, gentlemen. Jason, how many pipes are you going to give this episode? I've only watched the one episode, so I'm going to give it four pipes just so I can have room to grow. I think that's a, a wise and smart assessment. What do you think, Pat? I'm going to agree with Jason. I'm going to give it four as well. Um, I'm saving my five for I'm pretty I'm hoping down the road there's going to be there's got to be better now that we can get in more of the mystery and mm. the solving of that. That's what I like. I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with this. I'm I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm giving it a four as well. It's a strong four. Uh, and I know that there's some some peaks and valleys to come because, like I said, I'm, I'm down the road 12 episodes, but we'll, we'll cover that right. with you guys. Uh, on on the podcast when when we get there. Uh, so that's that is really it for this one. Uh, Pat, you want to take us home with the closer? Sure. But before we go do that, I would just want to say anybody that wants to kind of follow along with us and watch along with us, um, you can definitely find these out there on the internet. Yeah, YouTube's um, got all of them. YouTube's got them all. So go take a li- watch of that if you haven't already, and then come back and listen to it and uh, get ready for the next one with us as well. But with that, uh, that's going to be it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more of from us in the realm of comic books, check out a Longbox Crusade. And that can be found at longboxcrusade.com or on the iTunes, or we're also on Twitter at Longbox Crusade. Uh, that's where we, like I said, go through some comic books and we just have fun. If you want to hear more of us on our trek through all the James Bond films, check out On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can you find that? Uh, you can find that on Podbean. It's a secret podcast.podbean.com. Or you can get it on iTunes. Again, that's on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Uh, we do have a Twitter space where you can come check us out, which is at O-H-M-S-P-O-D, O-H-M-S pod, if you will. And that's where you can hear us uh, talk about the James Bond stuff. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Jason. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Weasel Skull. And I'm also on uh, Instagram at uh, as Jason Albrick. That's A L B E R I C H, like I'll be rich, just like it sounds. And I'm also um, Jason Albrick on Facebook. Uh, Jared, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Yard Sale Artist, and I'm also on Facebook, uh, also Yard Sale Artist. Pat, if people want to make the mistake that I did and start chatting with you, where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they can chat me up on the Twitter at Christatos01 on the Twitter. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, again, if you have any comments or questions about this show, you can hit us up at Longbox Crusade. This is a spinoff show from there, and we'll be happy to answer anything you have from there. And uh, with that, we'll see you next episode. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street, of course. Yeah.